As always, a big thank you to Myra Green for her music, her composition, Passing Places. You can find out more about Myra Green's music on her website at myragreen.com or pop on to my own website, bonnytours.com, and follow Myra's story from there. Hello and welcome to a very late episode 36 of Passing Places, four weeks late. So if you're a regular listener, I really do appreciate your patience. And if you're a new listener to the show, I normally say it's a weekly podcast, and hopefully it will be going forward again. My weekly diaries of my travels around Scotland, mainly by motorhome, but also by motorcycle and with some hill walking thrown in for good measure. Now, I really want to start off with, as well as thanking you for your patience, just the kind words and the correspondence I've received from many of you, the listeners, over the intervening three or four weeks. The backstory is that I've been unwell for three or four weeks. I think I'm coming out on top now, but it did mean that I had to set aside the podcast for a few weeks and uh, try and do far less computer work in terms of eye strain. I've been suffering from some dizziness and I'm pretty convinced now that it's down to eye strain to the point where even I have decided that I'm going to visit an optician and uh, Christmas Eve... I'm down at the opticians to get uh, proper spectacles and rather than using the cheap ones I normally buy in petrol stations and supermarkets, it's time to see again and I'm pretty sure that'll sort out my headaches and dizziness. So anyway, on with the the show as they say and I can't really uh, go through a lot of detail about the feedback I've had because uh, I really just wanted to jump onto the microphone and thank people and I'm sure if I started to go through some of the correspondence I would inadvertently leave a number of people out so uh, you have been fantastic in keeping in touch and I do apologise for being AWOL for so long. Now in this week's episode I wanted to briefly mention 2014. It's been dubbed the Year of Homecoming by our government and our tourist board. The last year of homecoming was in 2009, I think. And 2014 is a big year in Scotland. We have the Commonwealth Games coming up and the Ryder Cup, if you like your golf, is being played at Glen Eagles. That's uh, 20 minutes, half an hour from where I live. So the roads will be gridlocked for a little while when the Ryder Cup's on. So from a tourist point of view, the homecoming is all about people with an affinity for Scotland people with ancestry, uh, expat Scots, is to try and encourage them to make the return or their first trip to Scotland. And it really does celebrate the culture and the food and the outdoors and these uh, key events that are happening next year. I suppose the tourist border, I'm not going to mention the main event, which is the referendum, Scotland's referendum on independence is in 2014 and like any political debate the possibilities for divisive uh, discussion and uh, difficulties breaking out is there but I really do hope it's a mature debate and it's something that we might touch upon in the podcast during 2014 because I'm sure it's going to be a major part of the Scottish psyche all through 2014. So one thing I do have here is a voicemail, which, as I say, we haven't been on air for a number of weeks, but um, Martin Farker, who I mentioned, I think, in the last episode, I think he was out in Afghanistan, 
and Martin has a project lined up for 2014, so have a look, listen to Martin's voicemail. Kevin, hi, it's Martin Farker, uh, alias Hamish Crofter. Uh, you kindly gave me a mention on, uh, I think it was last week's Passing Places, so it's taken me a while to get in touch with you. Uh, thanks for giving us a mention. You'll recall um, that I mentioned that uh, I'm looking to start a podcast in the near future um, all about uh, my adventures setting up uh, a croft that we have on the Isle of Skye. Uh, I'll probably be ready to do this sort of in springtime 2014 as at the moment it's a bare land croft and we're starting right from scratch um, building a house and then starting to sort the croft out putting livestock on it, growing some stuff and generally getting into work in the croft in as traditional way as we can and I just thought it might be a nice idea to uh, start a podcast podcast, and uh, just see what interest we get Uh, talking about all the trials and tribulations of building a house and uh, running a croft uh, on a a beautiful place like Sky. So uh, there you are. And and also uh, one of the other reasons that I I thought I'd mention was that uh, we're going to be building a traditional turf-roofed black house, which will be rented out for holiday lets. And obviously we're looking at a website for that. So uh, I may enlist your professional abilities to... uh, look at constructing a website but uh, I thought I'd just get back to you out of courtesy for now and uh, probably get in touch with you early next year uh, for uh, some advice on the podcast and maybe some uh, help with a a website so uh, for now just keep listening to Passing Places and carry on with a good uh, good work thanks very much bye So, Martin, that sounds like a fantastic challenge. I'm sure that uh, is preoccupying you through the winter months. And uh, it would be great if you could uh, let us all know how you're getting on, whether through a website and a podcast. But certainly get in touch with myself. There's a few really um, dead-end cul-de-sac pitfalls that you can uh, make at the outset when you first get involved in podcasting. So even a brief chat would uh, maybe help you avoid those. You can learn from some of the mistakes that I made. So yeah, 2014, the year of homecoming. But I thought I'd briefly cover the highlights of 2013, and very briefly. I was thinking back on all the magical places I've been. The podcast was really helpful in spurring me on to visit uh, parts of Scotland. And Tyree sticks in my mind as one of the highlights, as well as my trip up to Orkney. And... uh, I really do hope that I can get back out again in 2014. One of the disappointments of the year, and it, uh, it's not really an important one, but I had this fascination with Comet Ison, which was uh, potentially going to be the, the brightest object in the sky for a century, even visible during the day and perhaps brighter than the full moon and all sorts of wonderful accolades were being attributed to Comet Ison. And it hurtled round the, the sun and... Uh, but like me, over the last three or four weeks, it fell apart. So Comet Ison, rest in pieces. It never really came out the other side in any fit shape to show itself in the evening sky. So maybe there'll be another comet coming. And uh, if there is, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> so 
So the other big highlight of 2013 is the podcast itself. I ran a YouTube channel for, well, I started it two or three years ago, and I was putting up the odd video of my travels, whether out in my motorbike or hill walking or whatever. And it was great to make the videos as a, a diary, as a memory for myself and some friends, and nice to see people commenting and the number of views were never that high and the level of engagement with people who watched the videos was, apart from those comments on YouTube, was virtually zero. So when I started the podcast, I had a hope that I would somehow make a connection with people who shared my interest in Scotland and I really have been overwhelmed by the success of the podcast, not in terms of the size and the numbers, but the quality of that engagement over the, say, 10-month period. I think it was the end of February, the first episode went out. And I've got so much to learn on the content, I tend to get a wee bit fixated on the technology side. I really do need to concentrate on preparing the content and improving the participation of people who listen to the podcast uh, through 2014. So that's a, a big um, part of my plans. The best thing about the podcast is this engagement with people and the number of people, it's quite a lot thinking back, people who... I've met through the podcast, I've had conversations online with them through Facebook and on Skype, but I've also met people face-to-face, and that could never have happened on a YouTube basis or just on a blogging basis, so the podcast has really, really exceeded my expectations, and if I hadn't uh, dropped off for three or four weeks there, the numbers were continuing to climb quite highly. I think there's been a couple of thousand downloads over the four weeks that an episode hasn't gone out. So people are still discovering the podcast and or uh, having to listen to earlier episodes to keep their uh, involvement with the show because there's been no new content. So I think overall we're now reaching, I think, 87 countries. Now, many of them are only the odd two or three downloads. It's primarily, I think, about 65 70% UK and maybe 15 20% uh, the USA and then other countries. But it's amazing if you imagine, uh, not that I would ever get onto a radio station, but if you were broadcasting on an FM radio station and the signal was dropping off as you go around the hills and glens and after 50 miles it disappears altogether. Whereas podcasting is absolutely global and hypothetically could reach everybody in the world if they have access to a mobile smartphone. So the podcast is is just the best thing I've ever discovered in terms of engagement. Really, really has uh, worked tremendously well. I think it's something like 33,000 downloads. Um, so each episode is virtually now passing the 1,000 download mark. And that difficult to say how many people that is in terms of listeners because occasionally people download to their phone and to their iPad or they might listen on their computer, but... If you're sitting somewhere in the world listening to me just now, drop me an email or drop me a voicemail would be even better and tell me where you're from. I know many of you are in the last uh, lap in terms of preparation for Christmas. It's a huge celebration for many people across the world in the vast majority of countries. And if you are celebrating Christmas, I really do hope that you have a fantastic time and that you have a genuine break from the rigours of work and the normal routines. And if you're in one of those countries or cultures where Christmas and Christianity isn't part of your 
uh, belief system or your celebrations, then let uh, let me know when your next festival, when your next holiday is, and uh, I'll mention it on the show. It'd be great to recognise that we are part of a much bigger, wider global community. So that's my little message to enjoy the, the Christmas period. I would like to drop another episode in right over the Christmas New Year period and then get really back into the content and detail through January and into 2014. So yeah, if there's any possibility of you visiting Scotland in 2014, there's so much on this year of homecoming. Lots and lots of events. If you, I'll leave a, a link on my um, page for this podcast episode, but it's uh, somewhere around the Visit Scotland website you'll find the um, homecoming uh, 2014 and there's probably three or four hundred different events on. I think there's a whiskey uh, festival through the month of May. There's all sorts of Highland Games, there's, oh you name it, uh, various music festivals and uh, different things to see and do. So check out the Visit Scotland site, I'll leave a link for you. And I think I'll draw this very, very brief episode to a close. It was really just to say I'm alive and well and that we're getting back into the weekly podcast. So, if I leave you with my normal message, which is, I hope one day I'll uh, bump into you somewhere on your travels around Scotland, and in the meantime, stay safe, and I'll play out with Myra Green's music, her composition, Passing Places. Thank you. <laughs>